0: Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another change maker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. And we have a remarkable guest today, Dr. Sudit Bose, who is a practicing emergency room physician. He's uh, uh, on television regularly. He's also a a decorated war hero, hero, having received the Bronze Star, and was recognized also as a CNN hero, in part for his role in treating Saddam Hussein after uh, his capture from the spider hole, and for having served one of the longest tours of duty in the field Uh, since World War II among physicians. So, uh, Sudeep, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. Thanks, Devin. Great to join you. Well, Sudeep, one of the great things that you've done is to launch the uh, Battle Continues, uh, an organization to help veterans improve their health. Tell us a little bit about the work of this organization.
2: Yeah, it's a passion of mine. Um, As the name implies, when a veteran returns from combat, the battle still continues, so although they may not have a scratch on their body, an abrasion, uh, there are many struggles they face, and we as a society need to look out for them, and that's my motivation to starting the battle continues. And what we try to do is we take veterans who are injured physically, mentally, who need help, and uh, perhaps they're not getting that help, or they're stuck in a system where they're not getting that help, Uh, I connect them to civilian physicians or anyone else, medical providers who can help them. So I'm connecting need to provider.
1: I mean, this is such important work because there are so many thousands of, uh, if not millions, of veterans who are struggling with a variety of issues from uh, amputations, which have become Extraordinarily common in this, uh, from from IEDs that are blowing off uh, legs and arms, and uh, to also having the uh, uh, PTSD and other issues. Uh, uh, we have a, a tragedy in our country of you know forty or fifty thousand homeless veterans. Uh, it, what you're doing just seems uh, remarkably, remarkably important. Can you give us some examples of? Of specific cases or projects or things that you've done to help?
2: Sure, sure. And I'd start by saying that, yes, you know, when you made that statement, we do have a lot of amputees and people injured with PTSD, but we have to keep in mind that in prior wars, like the Korean War, for example, which isn't too long ago, uh, when a soldier suffered an amputation, it was pretty much a death sentence. They were going to die. And now you know these soldiers are making it back and they are surviving so yes we have more amputees but you can look at that as a good thing, no. you know, you, I don't know if good is the right word but, um,
1: but there is a, there's certainly a silver yeah. lining
2: here isn't it, they're not dead And and you know as far as the mental battles are concerned these people didn't survive to have mental battles in the past in prior wars and or if they did, they weren't recognized and weren't treated by society as well as they should have been, you know, for example in our non veteran so I, I think you know the challenge is ahead of us to find this, and that's where you know with the battle continues i 'm trying to make that link between the person who needs help and the provider and it depends on the scenario, for example. You know, there's a couple we're working with right now and this couple is, you know, the, the wife approached us and she was crying, she was in tears, devastated because she lost her pregnancy. And the husband is unable to easily get her pregnant because he suffered serious injuries in war. I mean, he was blown up several times by improvised explosive devices. So here's an example of if you can connect them to an in vitro doctor, you can make her a mother, make him a father, and make that connection. So that's one example. There are several examples. Um, I I, I, I'm very proud that 100% of the donated dollar goes to veterans. So, you know, the administrative. You know, I put food on my table as an emergency physician. I still practice actively and with other educational companies I own, but 100% of the donated dollar to the Battle Continues online will reach the veteran. And this is a big way that the listeners out there can make a difference for couples like this or anyone else who's suffering. I want to step
1: just a a half a step back because, Sudeep, one of the things that is really remarkable about you and your experiences, your practice of medicine today, I've got to think that you learned a lot, whether you intended to or expected to or not, that you learned a lot in your military service that is relevant to your work today. Is that the case, or am I misunderstanding what a doctor does in the the field?
2: Medicine has advanced greatly, and you know what? It's I didn't do anything remarkable. I really didn't. The reason I learned a lot is because of my patients. And, you know, they're the ones who put it out on the line and, you know, suffered. And, you know, whether it's an amputation, a shrapnel wound, whatever it is, we were, I was just thankful to be able to be there and help them
1: how often did you see uh, injured patients when you were in Iraq?
2: Oh, this was a daily basis. I mean, it was... it was. You can't predict it. It's very unpredictable. It's like being on call 24-7, seven days a week, more than 365 days. I ended up doing a 15-month combat tour. And, you know, there are moments of quietness where you're in between patients and you're out there and then moments of sheer terror where an explosion occurs and patients come in by the dozens and dozens and you have to provide care for everybody. So it's unpredictable but unfortunately the injuries were high and we provided medical care for soldiers and unfortunate Iraqi civilians who were in the wrong place at the wrong time and suffering from problems with life, limb or eyesight. Wow.
1: well, You had a re- really remarkable experience. We ought to just spend a, a minute on your exposure to uh, Saddam Hussein. What was your experience in treating him? How did you find him? Uh, what was that like?
2: It was an unbelievable experience. I mean the military And the training in medicine trains you very well to just focus on your mission. So at that time, the mission was take care of a patient and provide the medical care in the same manner that you would any other patient. And it doesn't matter, you know, what you feel, what you think. You know, we're not the judge, the jury, the executioner. But as far as a message to anyone listening, you know, how does taking care of, Saddam Hussein as a patient benefit others, I think there are important lessons to be learned from it. And, you know, whether it's lessons of how to stay focused, how to separate from your internal emotions and do your job, things like that, I mean, these are messages that I try to spread when I speak publicly and try to raise funds for veterans and help them.
1: Well, it is uh, a, a remarkable moment in history certainly to have been uh, a part of that whole process so I appreciate you sharing why why do you care uh, so much about veterans I mean uh, there are a lot of people that have remarkable experiences in in battle and war a lot of people have served uh, but they don't end up uh, launching nonprofit organizations why
2: why do you care so much I I think it's human nature that we attach to philanthropic causes that we have seen or affect us. We see it all the time. You know, someone's loved one is affected by breast cancer, for example. They're motivated to go run a 5K to raise funds for breast cancer. And, you know, obviously I saw incredible heroic acts in our soldiers and – it's one thing to hear about something and it's one thing to actually see it. And that's what drives me. You know, for example, you know, we're always told don't text and drive, right? We know this. Don't text and drive. We're out there texting and driving, a lot of us. But then, if you're one of those unfortunate people who've lost a loved one texting and driving, you might take that cause, that passion to a different level. And you may advocate for that at a different level. So. You know, a lot of this is, uh, unfortunately, in my job, I see a lot of death in the emergency room, on the front lines of the battlefield, and these are guys, they're unsung heroes, and I say guys, you know, guys and women, who served on the front lines, they made the ultimate sacrifice, and no one will know who they are, they're unsung heroes, and we need to just recognize this society, that everything we do or have... because of this unknown person who' never met we've never met. yeah
1: well, it is it is important important work that you're doing and I appreciate you doing it uh, and and I understand this connection you feel to it having seen so many guys and women as you point out die in in, in the in the cause as unsung heroes so
2: or they so come three times. That's, that's sad two. too. Like yeah. right now, the suicide rate in veterans is almost one every hour. It's twenty-two a day. So the battle's not over when they come back. We still yeah. need to help them.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's so such a, a powerful, scary statistic. Among the, uh, the the days that you serve and serve the work that you do, I'm sure there are times when you just feel uh, discouraged. Is that? But I wonder if there's someone you look up to that helps to motivate and inspire you, especially when things are difficult.
2: I'm always thankful to my mentors and my supporters who's helped me get to where I am today. But I would say my, my real hero, the person I admire most, is the unknown injured veteran. And it's just when you see what they've done. And, you know, for those of us listening right now, this seems like an obvious answer. Like, they made a sacrifice, and we can do what we do, have what we have because of that. But it goes deeper than that. I mean, the injured veteran is my hero because, you know, let's look back at history, for example. You look back at the Civil War. Before the Civil War, there were no hospitals. They didn't exist. There were many casualties in the Civil War. We recognized we needed to start hospitals. In World War I, because of the unknown injured veteran who will never know, never meet, never know their names, we learned to hang blood and blood transfusions benefit our society today. In World War Two, we learned about penicillin. Penicillin is a great advancement for society. Um, Korean War, we learned about air evacuation, how to evacuate patients from the battlefield to increase survival. And this, you know, we increased trauma care further from the Vietnam War. So all of a sudden, these unsung heroes who will never meet sacrifice their lives, and people on the highways of Los Angeles are benefiting when they get in a car accident because they can be flown to a center where a hospital, which now exists, receive a blood transfusion, receive, you know, penicillin if they need it, and survive because, and you know, have hemorrhage control, which we learned more from this war, and survive because of that soldier that that patient will never meet. And we have to remember, like, that unsung hero, that injured veteran, that anonymous person, is why not only we can walk down the sidewalk and not have something explode, but and we know that, we hear about that, but it's also why we have longer lives, we have happier lives, we can do what we do, we have medical advancements, and, you know, I think in a similar manner the challenges of today, PTSD, uh, the suicide rate, these are the new challenges, and just as we overcame You know, how do we treat people with infections, penicillin? How do we treat hemorrhaging patients? We get blood transfusions. We're going to overcome this, and we're going to look back one day, and we're going to be able to detect this, and we're going to be able to save these patients, and there will be new challenges at that time. And that's how we advance as the human race.
1: Fantastic. I I really appreciate that, that insight. One last thing I want to ask before you go, Sudip. You've been remarkably successful, young as you are. Uh, and you've done a lot. You've had a lot of impact. Everyone who's watching today wants to have more impact, do more good. Give us one good tip that we can apply in our lives to do that, to have more impact.
2: Let me let me tell you a quick story, and I think this story will help drill home that point to the question you're answering or asking. Um, when I first got into Iraq, one of within you know the first few weeks, we had a very devastating day where. Uh, we had a huge explosion. And it was in the streets of Iraq. There were about a dozen suicide bombers in the crowd. They detonated, and there were hundreds and hundreds of people just lying on the ground. They're moaning, they're screaming, they're bleeding. And, you know, I was the only physician on the scene. I had a handful of Army medics and limited resources and personnel. And my challenge was as I looked at the gaze, you know, I gazed on the image the of bodies everywhere, is how do I treat everyone? And I can't get to 150 bodies. And what I recognized was, as I looked around, the medic who I was with were tying tourniquets, they were starting airway devices, and I was so grateful at that moment that I took the time to train those medics. And by doing so, I multiplied myself. So even the patient I couldn't reach, I was able to multiply myself, and we were able to maximize the outcome that day. So in order to make a broader impact, I would suggest to the people out there, multiply your strong skill set. Whatever your strength is, multiply it. You know, Build a team, multiply yourself, and you can have a bigger reach with that whatever that passion is. And for me, it's health education, and it's taking care of our veterans. And, you know, I, you can do that through excellent you know, media opportunities such as this where, you know, by sitting here, I can reach thousands and thousands of people, and I've just multiplied that knowledge. So I think that's huge. And as a doctor, I would say, really stay educated about your health, because no matter what your passion is, if you're not healthy and you lose your health, you can't make a broader impact with that passion. So, you know, a couple tips there of how to make a bigger impact. Well, fantastic. Sudeep. before you
1: go, and we're so grateful you came and and took the time to be on the show today, but tell us a little bit about how people can uh, learn more about the battle continues and support what you're doing there.
2: Yeah, I mean, please don't hesitate to contact me. I I'd like to help however I can. Uh, you can reach me at www.thebattlecontinues.org, or you know you can go to my myname.com, sudipbose.com, s-u-d-i-p-b-o-s-e.com. Uh, I have a Facebook page, Dr. Sudip Bose, and I think this can benefit a lot of you guys. Uh, if you go ahead and like that page, uh, you'll see my regular CBS News health segments once a week. And again, I'm trying to help you guys prevent a trip to the emergency room, right? This is like maintaining your car. If you take it in and you get it checked up every now and then and you're knowledgeable about it, then it doesn't break down on the side of the road. You don't end up in the emergency room. Your body won't break down. So, you know, you'll get health tips. If you want to connect to me on LinkedIn or Facebook, uh, let's connect. Uh, You know, hopefully my health tips can benefit you. Uh, hopefully, some of the leadership tips that I can give your corporation can benefit you and any proceeds made from those talks you know that 's going to all go to the injured veterans i 'm um, here to help however I can, and just keep doing what you 're doing follow your passion and you know Devin, thank you keep doing what you 're doing and everyone out there find that passion and let 's try to make our micro dent in this world fantastic well.
1: Uh, Sudeep, thank you very much for taking the time to be on the show. We wish you every success in the work that
2: you're doing. Thank you, and everybody support a veteran today. All right.
1: Let's do some good.
0: Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts On Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for your mark on the world. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other change maker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.